Hello everybody and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the World Through Electrospects podcast. If you hear something that you think you would like to see from this particular episode, please feel free to check out the video version of the podcast or check out the show notes, all of which can be found at twtepodcast.com. Enjoy the show. years old and my father allowed me to go. I was just turned 17 at the time. I was 16. And I was 15 years. When they came to us, they were frightened children and had to be made into soldiers. All right, boys, here it comes. We're in the pictures. <laughs> I gave every part of my youth to do a job. Greetings, listeners that are both in black and white and color. Thank you for tuning in to the World War Through Electrospects. My name is Caleb. And my name is Pete. Welcome to the show. Uh, It's kind of a weird intro. Uh, This is a little bit more of a, like you said, a somber uh, episode of the show because we are covering They Shall Not Grow Old. Yes. Uh, if you haven't heard of this movie, it is, quote, a documentary about World War One with never-before-seen footage to commemorate the centennial of the end of the war. Yeah, it's centennial. absolutely, absolutely striking, breathtaking, moving. Uh, yeah, there's just so many. Uh, oh, man. Just, just the way they recovered that footage that actual footage from that that war i definitely every time i watch this trailer i feel it you can feel it yes definitely so um for those who don't know basically what this is 
is a documentary that's getting a limited release here um, at the end of 2018, uh, which makes this episode super dated. But well, yeah, extremely, extremely limited. Either, uh, well, all depending on editing and how this episode is released to you, it is either going to be on the day of one of the days or after one of the two dates that you'll. Well, um, well, to pull the curtain back just a little bit, we're recording on a Sunday, and um, typically I like to push out our episodes on Tuesdays or Thursdays. Um, so this will probably come out on Tuesday. Uh, that being said, depending on when you listen to this, it, this movie, one of the release dates was either last night or, um, it's happening later this month, um, uh, because the, it's a limited release in theaters only on December 17th and the December 27th of 2018. Um, I don't know if it's planning on, if they're planning on releasing on a DVD after that, I'm assuming they will. Um, but if they don't, then now's your chance. Yeah, I could only hope, um, um, it's something I don't know if I'll have the chance to actually get to the theaters and see. Seeing this on a on a large screen would absolutely be uh, striking. Striking. Yeah. Uh, so that being said, maybe uh, we should give a little bit more context for those who may not necessarily know, because I definitely didn't know until you you passed this trailer on to me, Pete. Um, basically, what this is is it's a documentary on World War One, but um, the way it's being handled is very different from documentaries I've I've seen in the past. Um, it's being directed by Peter Jackson and we'll, we'll written and directed by Peter Jackson. We'll jump into that a little bit deeper in a second. Um, but basically what him, what him and his, uh, his production crew have done is they've taken hundred year old footage from world war one that was black and white with no audio. And they have recolored it as accurately as possible. And in beautiful way, uh, recreated or not recreated, but, um, kind of re, uh, revived this footage in uh, theoretically the colors that you would have seen if you were living at the time or if you were the cameraman behind the camera taking the footage if you took your eye away from the view from the um the view th- thing uh and <laughs> and uh and actually looked at what you were filming this is what it would look like but then they went one step f- they went multiple steps further and they've actually recorded Foley audio so you can hear the guns firing, you can hear the rattle and the swishing of of the gear that the soldiers are carrying on their back on their in their backpacks and the clanking of their of the metal belt buckles and, and straps that are all rattling around. And then they've also hired voice actors to recreate what it appears to be what the soldiers are saying in those in that footage, uh, based on just kind of trying to lip read what they're saying and creating conversations between the soldiers where you can actually hear them eating and, and talking to each other at a lunch table. And, um, see, I didn't, I didn't know that they went to those lengths with the audio. That's something well, you I watch, didn't, I didn't you watch know. the trailer. The soldiers are talking yeah. to each other in the, on, yes. in the, in the, you can hear them talking and you can hear conversations happening and you can hear people screaming. And I'm assuming there's probably going to be some, yeah. it is rated R of course. I'm assuming there's going to be some very, um, uh, traumatic, uh, morbid, yeah, gr- uh, gruesome, <laughs> um, not gruesome, uh, um, gory stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's war. It's yeah. yeah. Um, touching on that though, one th- uh, big thought that I have here on this movie, and the reason I'm looking forward to it is, um being my age and 
well that's just it basically being my age um being who I am, I guess. Um, I never really paid a whole lot of attention in history classes. I honestly don't know much about the world war, uh, the two major world wars that we've been through, um, as I almost said as a country, but just as a, as a world, (laughs) obviously as a, as a planet. And, um, I do find interest in this kind of stuff. I have found interest over the years, um, just because I love machinery and I love, um, kind of model scale models and stuff like that. So I do, I am familiar with some terminologies and some, uh, uses and, um, uh, I don't know what term I'm looking for, but basically like the tanks and the guns and the uniforms, I'm familiar with that stuff to a certain degree, but I don't know. And this kind of changes, you know, you know, bringing that up, I kind of appreciate that. I wasn't expecting that, but, it kind of so when 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 I was a child, I had the little plastic toy soldier figurine guys, you know, where they had the little flat thing where they you stand them up and you'd get your tanks and stuff, and you'd actually, you know, act out those war scenes. And you kind of got to wonder, um, man, how morbid you know, what, were you really getting when you were doing that? Well, yeah, what what's going on there with society and culture, where you know having as a as a toddler as a eight nine ten year old reenacting such horrific things, things that, that happen in our times change yeah. history yeah that's what i'm thinking too i'm thinking um when i look at model tanks and i look at um just toys of yeah. model tanks and and, it, and i have an affinity for warplanes i think they're just the most planes, amazing right. machine uh, machinery these old uniforms that have cool lines and cool patches. And, um, I have a feeling watching this movie is going to change how I look at that stuff. Cause currently mm-hmm. I look at that yeah. stuff as a tank is just a giant, it's just a giant gun in a big hunk of metal with it and an unstoppable set of treads on it, basically right. that will run over anything in its path and destroy anything in its past. But honestly, that technology probably, I mean, that's, I would imagine it's a very, uh, gruesome, dirty, and really like it's it's the the ugly side of humanity. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I think I think watching this movie is going to change how I look at that kind of stuff. Right, and I, Peter Jackson has a way to put us in other worlds. Mm-hmm. So, like you're saying, this is something that you or I have never had to experience. Uh, Time wise, it's another world, but. Yeah. Context-wise, compared to his other work, uh, for some more context there, Peter Jackson is mainly, uh, his most popular work has been, uh, he has, he didn't write. Did Uh, we mention that he's directing and producing this? Yeah, we mentioned that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but Peter Jackson, who is writing and directing this, um, he is known for his work with Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. Um, which are a totally different fantasy world, but we get so invested and so like he's really good at visually. Now the stories were written, you know, were originally written very fleshed out, but the way Peter Jackson directs the movies visually, he gets us invested into, into this world. So I think this is kind of mirroring that in a different way, but also in the same way where history is already written. The things that happened in this documentary already happened. Um, 
he's not necessarily writing the story that is here, but he's telling it in a way visually and uh, thematically that completely and hopefully would completely engulf us into it. Finding a way to sort out this, who knows how many hours and hours and hours of footage he's reviewed and found a way to put it together in a storyline. Um, there was yeah. a, there was actually a statistic on that. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, it was in the, uh, trivia section on the IMDB page for okay. they shall not grow old. Um, it says the, and I don't know where the, um, I don't know how accurate this is or where the source, what the source is. Um, but it says the crew reviewed over 600 hours of, of interviews with over 200 soldiers and a hundred hours of original footage. Wow. Wow. Uh, for a movie, mind you, that ends up being 99 minutes long. So it's about an hour and a half, uh, an hour and 40. Okay. Yeah. 99 minutes. So, but they had a hundred hours of footage to review. And 600 hours of interview, uh, which leads me into one of my notes. Uh, if you go to the They Shall Not Grow Old actual official so, website, they have a description of, of of the movie and kind of what they went through. Yeah. I recommend reading that on your own. But one of the quotes that I pulled from that to read here um, on the official website is that they, they is, quote, using the voices of the men involved. The film explores the reality of war from on the front line. They're at to the conflict, how they ate, how they slept, and formed friendships, as well as their lives, uh, as well as as well as what their lives were like away from the trenches during the periods of downtime. Oh man, that's going to be so moving. I know because I can I can hear it now. I can hear those interviews with those soldiers, kind of telling their stories, and then teaming that up with some really striking right. footage. You know, and I'm then like, adding all the background sounds into it. You know, that's just um, it. Unlike a, unlike a, I am too. Yeah. I have goosebumps right now. <laughs> um, unlike a TV documentary on this kind of stuff, like what you would see on National Geographic Channel or something, um, we're gonna get those those interviews with the soldiers and with the people who are involved in this war. Uh, but then when they show the footage uh, behind, or they kind of cut to the footage the, of some context of what they're talking about in the interview, we're not just going to get some black and white footage that's all shaky and choppy and has some real bad film grain. We're going to get a color image that looks realistic with some voice acting that makes it sound like the soul. It makes it seem like, um, I don't remember where it, where it was, but it uh, somewhere on one of the things I was researching mentioned that it feels like it was recorded yesterday. Wow. And that's now you can obviously see some problem. I mean, the color isn't completely saturated, and but they're you know oh, they're sure. working with some with some really old footage. But they've done you know, a fantastic I, job. I, I think let's just say if our technology was at a point where it could push these things to look like they were recorded yesterday, at that point we're just walking into a hologram cylinder. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, I don't think it would. I don't think it would hold that same impactfulness of wow, this is actually that footage. So having it look the way it does even though it's been restored and added color and all this other stuff we still have that that grainy and grittiness Mm -hmm. you know from it still looks a little uncanny yeah which makes us feel it it reminds us of what we're looking at being the real thing i'm sure they could make a realistic documentary where they basically took all these shots and recreated them shot by shot with actors and modern cameras but it wouldn't have the same effect no when you see blood or when you see somebody being uh there was a scene in the trailer um 
uh, there was a scene in the trailer where a bunch of soldiers were were taking what looked like a wrapped body and and mm-hmm. putting it in a trench or a hole of some sort, probably burying them uh, on the battlefield. Most likely, um, that's a real body. That's a real yeah. person that died for a real cause, and that's um, right. And, that's some, and, that's going to be some powerful stuff. Yeah, and and next to the powerful stuff, there was definitely some some candid yeah, moments some that were stuff. caught, you know, and to see the smiles on the soldiers and see them goofing around, you know, you connect with them. You really become like, you know, they're, they're just, they're trying to have fun while being yeah. faced with something that's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. They almost had to, they almost yeah. had to find a way to, to, to lighten their moments. You know, one of my favorite shots of the trailer being, um, I'll see if I can find it here being the one where there's a, just a giant crowd of soldiers running towards a couple kegs oh. and a giant sign that says beer. beer. Yeah. Because who knows the last time when the last time was that they had beer, you know? Yeah. Um, having a hard time finding it here, but yeah, I know which one you're speaking of. I think I've watched this thought, trailer way too many times. Probably. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, I love that just that mix between kind of the fun like oh yeah they're real people and they're yeah. trying to i guess um and, and there was another the neat one too where they're kind of walking around this one right here where he kind of taps the guy <laughs> yeah, in the head and looks bonk, to the bonk, camera bonk, bonk. yeah yeah and he turns <laughs> and looks at the camera with a smile yeah that was great. bunch of real guys doing real things and putting their lives on the line while also just goofing around every now and then yeah such adversity they had to deal with and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and let this play in the background while we're yeah while we kind of chat a bit i guess we should have mentioned it we should have mentioned it at the at the at the top of the show um but it's kind of um if you if you can't handle this kind of stuff you know the trailer isn't rated r the movie is rated r but i mean if you if you have a hard time stomaching uh war footage and uh real dead bodies there's some of that in the trailer so just just you know if you're if you're listening to the audio version and you're thinking about jumping on and and watching the video version of this podcast instead be aware of that please and so many of uh our friends and your friends and uh, uh, our viewers and listeners friends have served throughout the decades and prior to us and they will after us and just to to let them know how much we respect their service and uh, appreciate everything they sacrifice uh you know it's just uh something i definitely you know wanted to wanted to mention in yeah there's just it, also, it's going to be a um it's a difficult topic it's a difficult mm-hmm. subject to talk about so yeah. touching on that and kind of um kind of retouching on something we mentioned earlier too uh i think the fact that i don't know much about the two world wars because i didn't pay attention that much in history class um I have an understanding of the amount of respect that I should have for it, but oh, hang on, what was that? That was weird. Um, there's something weird. I think it's just in the coloring. This this oh, yeah. element of the tank almost looks digital, but I think it's just because of the co- the way the coloration works. Yeah, but the way was... it the way it moves around and the way the contrast is, it looks like it's digital, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was interesting. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Uh, but I think uh, what I was saying was I think 
watching this is going to give me i'm looking forward to it just because um kind of like earlier this year um the movie that came out first man um that gave me a better although i was a huge fan of nasa and space exploration that movie gave me a better understanding of of what neil armstrong went through and what his life was like uh kind of surrounding that whole event of being the first man to walk on the moon yeah. I think I think this is going to do a similar thing, if not have even more of an impact like that on me, uh, where being kind of uh, not necessarily in the dark, but um, ignorant, definitely ignorant on the topic. I think watching this tra- or watching this movie is uh, this documentary is really going to give me a better understanding and a higher respect for. That's a that's a great statement because I I didn't really uh, put much thought into that how this can add to. Um add to the history books if you will mm-hmm. um, i think unfortunately knowledge. just because of the context i think a lot of people my age and younger probably aren't even going to be interested in going to see it in the theaters but yeah that's the tough thing that's yeah. i think those who do i mean it's probably not even going to get that crowd of people who just kind of wander in because they don't know what it's about because it's going to be pretty obvious it looks like something that most people would think would be boring um but i think those who do go just to kind of have an open mind and and open up their eyes a little bit um kind of like what I'm doing and even uh, people who are doing that a little bit less with a little bit less thought process involved. I think it's definitely going to uh, really open people's eyes a little bit. I think it's really going to help. It's going to help me with my ignorance a little bit um, as well as help others as well. Yeah. And well, for those the, that already the, understand it, I think it's going to be a great way for them to kind of re not necessarily refresh their memory, but um, just enjoy seeing maybe not enjoy but <laughs> see this in a different I, I, light yeah i, I know what you meant studying. there for sure people who have been studying this for years this is a way to see it in a different in a different way right and and the they couldn't have titled it any better i don't think because that title does exactly what probably the intention and the hopes are yeah they shall not grow old exactly man so so no matter how much time goes by they'll they'll never be forgotten or left you know so from a technical aspect i think i think the the color is awesome i think everything they've done with with this movie is awesome looking um the i feel like the 3d is going too far to be honest with you Really? Yeah, I don't think they needed to do this in 3D. I think that's just a little bit of a cash grab because you can get a little bit of well, money for a 3D ticket. Well, 3D does it? Is it really a 3D film, or were they? It's not. Yeah, the, the only 3D add. films that actually look good are filmed with cameras that shoot footage specifically for 3D shots. So I guess that's what I'm asking. Is it? So are we expected to go and wear 3D glasses to view this? If you go to the 3D viewings, yeah, because the trailer says that it's available in color and 3D. That's what I'm saying. I think the 3D version of the film was completely un- is completely unnecessary. I'm just wondering if the 3D was just to add visual depth to what uh, black and white flattens. So, that's kind oh, of what I, I, I was. What you mean. Yeah. Um, well, because I'll... if you look at the black and white footage we're watching here, it does seem kind of kind of flat. But as soon as you pop some color in there things become I think a good way to find out would be to go to the Fathom Events website where they're selling tickets and see if you... Alright, check on that really quick then while I... uh, 
continue. Yeah, if they if they offer separate tickets for if they sell one type of ticket. That last scene we just looked at, there, yeah. a goat with a bunch of soldiers. That's just like. So yeah, definitely. So the theaters that it's being sold, the tickets are being sold for. Um, there are normal events, and then there are there are tickets for normal events, and there are tickets that are being sold specifically for 3D with a 3D label on it. So it's definitely a separate experience, which I think is completely unnecessary for something like this. Uh, I would agree. Yeah, it feels it feels like an extra cash grab, at least on my part. Uh, at least what I feel like it it is, or in my opinion, because. They can sell a couple extra bucks on tickets for a 3D experience, and it looks like uh, so in at least in the theaters that showed up on my list, it's like ninety, maybe eighty-five percent 3D viewings versus two normal viewings. I would actually not argue that, but maybe consider the fact of three a 3D experience might give us more of immerse, just immerse us more into into the moment perhaps possibly but i don't i don't know i feel like they're already doing so much it seems like an extra like yeah while well, we're at it we'll make a 3d too because mm. because a 3d also isn't that great for, for for movies that weren't shot with a 3d camera and all especially older footage like this i'm sure is even worse you can tell when they've ran it through those 3d filters and and added the 3d effects post you know it doesn't look as good 3d as a normal 3d movie that was shot that way so it just it feels it feels odd um i don't know what the word is that i'm looking for but it feels um just doesn't um, it feels out of place it doesn't feel not grotesque but like when you it like uh, when you when you engorge in too much food you know i don't know what the word is i'm looking for but it just feels like just one more piece you know yeah we'll just throw one more slice of pie on interesting know. it doesn't seem like it sweetens the deal it seems like it just adds too see, much now i actually want to see it in 3d just to kind of i don't i want to see the normal one <laughs> Yeah. See, I want to see it in 3D now just to see how that, um, whether it immerses me or distracts me. Yeah. So are you planning on going seeing, going to see it then? Well, uh, we'll see. I definitely I, I want to. In some theaters near me. Uh, those of you who don't know, I am in a small town, but a half an hour away is a big town. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see if it's in some theaters around. And then finding the timing to do so is a whole nother you know, challenge because it's literally two days. It was, it was well, two days, December not back 17th. to back, two, two yeah. separate days, beginning yeah, of the 10 month, days end, apart. Of the, end of the month. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely not going to be able to see it tomorrow. Um, December 17th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm planning on going to see it on the 27th. So if you and I do end up going, I'm going to see it in two day, two D regardless. Um, okay. so that could be interesting. Maybe if, if you and I do end up going, see it separately on the 27th. Um, if you go see the 3d version and I go see the 2d version, we record an episode kind of giving our thoughts on the movie afterwards. We can talk about the differences or how we felt ver- with the 2d versus the 3D. Yeah, definitely. I'll have to see what's, uh, what's around near me. I'll have to check it out. Well, uh, so there, yeah, uh, quite a different review of a different. Approach. Yeah, that was meant to be a shorter episode. Hopefully, it was a shorter episode. But um, so, what are your closing thoughts? Then maybe those were our closing thoughts. Uh, yeah, I think I think maybe those were our, our closing thoughts. It's going no matter what, two D, three D. I just think it's going to be an absolutely moving experience, and that's the only moving. way I think I can explain it. 
Um, it's definitely going to be. Um, it's going to suddenly it transformed. Feels warm and cold at the same time, as far as emotionally, you know. Yeah. Just because of the context, but or the the subject matter, but also the um the the way it's handled, and I don't know. I think it's going to be really good. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I think leaving the theater is going to be interesting to see how I feel and what I think. So let's open up the floor to the listeners then. What do the listeners think? Um, those of you who are listening to the show or watching the show, um, hop on, go to TWTEPodcast.com and you can find the video version, leave a comment there, or even just leaving a comment on when we post the link to this on our Facebook page or our Twitter or whatever. Um, definitely let us know what you think. And if you're looking forward to this, if you do go see it, um, if you listen to this show after the movie has already been released and you've seen the movie, um, definitely jump in and let us know what you thought of it. And then if we do a review after the movie, uh, after we see the movie, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll pull some comments out and talk about some of the things that other people have said about it. Um, but we definitely want to hear from you and see what you think. Um, Pete and I have our own separate websites. Uh, you can find us on those separate websites that I will link in the uh, the description of the uh, just every version of the podcast that's out there, the video and the audio versions. Um, you can find the show at TWTE Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, um, as well as the world. You can search for the World Through Electro Specs on YouTube. Um, for the video version, uh, or you can just go, like I said, to TWTEpodcast.com and you can find the audio and visual ver- video versions of this show and all of our other shows as well. Um, you can check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and pretty much anywhere else you get a podcast. Feel free to leave us a, a review. It definitely helps us out, and we love to hear from people and see what people think of the show. So, man, I just powered through that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well done. So that being said, thanks everybody for tuning in and listening and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you at the theater. Definitely. <laughs> May peace and reverence be with you. Absolutely. Thanks everybody for listening. Bye. <laughs>